First we took off the wheels, now we've given them wings. Rip it up, rip it up, hot wheels! Jet streaks, blasting through the sky where no hot wheels have gone before. Jet streaks, smashing the speed barrier, going the distance. And you've got the pop, pop, power with the streaks target tower you put together. Jet streaks, the future of the past. Jet streaks come with jet and launcher, target tower sold separately, new from hot wheels. Again, Gary from Toy Tube. I got my partner RK on the line as well. Uh huh. Hello, Gary. I'm very sorry I'm late. I had a problem. <laughs> oh, no problem. <laughs> we got problems today too. We got a bunch of jackhammers running. Oof. Oh. Well, I told all my jackhammers out in the street to go home. <laughs> so, ah. so uh, your wife contacted us on our Facebook page about how much you enjoyed the Mastercaster video and we decided we'd like to try to get you on to talk about your days and toy designing and your background and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll try and do a... a, a, a <laughs> I, I, I grew up here in Los Angeles. Yeah. And uh, anyway... I've, graduated from high school da, 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 and then I went to Pasadena City College for a couple of years and then I found out about uh, Art Center Design uh, College so anyway I managed to get through there The you know it was a four year deal but the, the last year was you're just putting a portfolio together and I said oh, the heck with that I don't need to spend another ton of money so I just put it together uh, by myself at home, and um, anyway, I got a job. Uh, well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, a little R and D company in El Segundo, which is right next to uh, the L.A. airport, and we, it was big, heavy machinery, custom machinery we were doing, and and uh, 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 People would come in with ideas, and we would take the idea and and um, uh, get it get it made. And, uh, and then anyway, we and I guess got royalties and stuff on this. I I don't know, but the, <laughs> this little company there was the boss, secretary, myself, and a machinist, and I was there seven years. And we did all kinds of different stuff. And we ended up with probably 10 or 15 patents, something like that, Ooh. in the boss's name. 
Yeah, so so he didn't have to pay us <laughs> anything as far as royalties. And then um, I I uh, was looking for a job that would pay a little better. And after seven years, I finally got a job at Mattel. Ooh. And what I did is I I went in and, and uh, applied for an engineering job, which I had a lot of engineering stuff and you know, and a really good art background. And um, so anyway, they interviewed me, and uh, some lady interviewed me. And so I went back to work, which was you know, just a couple miles from Mattel. And uh, about an hour later, they called me up and wanted me to come back in and bring my portfolio and um, anyway, I came in, and here's a whole bunch of guys in there. I didn't know who was who was what. Anyway, it turned out a big deal senior VP and, uh, you know, all those kind of people. And they looked at my portfolio, and they said, okay, well, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it, and, uh, and then we'll get back to you sometime. So I went back to work, and about a half hour after I got there, <laughs> they called me up and says, you want a job? Wow. <laughs> and I says, yeah, I can do, I can do that. <laughs> so anyway, I got a decent raise, sort of, and uh, gave my boss two weeks uh, notice, and he gave me two weeks vacation money, and he says, I'll see you some other time. Good luck. Have fun. Wow. Nice. <laughs> so... Yeah, anyway, I got into uh, what was known as preliminary design, and um, it was the, the top secret part of Mattel. In order to get into the design area, you had to have a badge with a yellow stripe and a red button. Whoa. If you didn't have a red button on your uh, thing, you couldn't get in. And the only way you can get in is uh, with a key. So if you, you know, go to lunch and you come back, you got to get your key out and open the door. And uh, it was like, <laughs> it was like crazy. I mean, it was, you know, I go in there and here's people like, oh, man, I, I, I'm in the wrong place, I think. <laughs> it, <laughs> and it took me a, a couple of weeks to, to, you know, sort of get, used to the process and there were 60 people in preliminary design most of which probably i think about 50 of them were design and design management and then the other 10 people were i don't know what they were doing but they were doing all handling most of the paperwork and stuff so uh anyway i started out in 1975 and um I kept getting promoted over the years <laughs> because all of my management every two or three years would get changed. Ooh. And so it was, you know, it was, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, organized chaos, which was, was a good, really a good way to, to do the design thing because you didn't know what you were going to be doing next. And you, you know, you come up with a bunch of ideas and, You'd uh, show, you know, my management, and they'd say, oh, yeah, this is a good idea. Why don't you go ahead and do that? And, and so you just started doing product all the time, and it was, you know, like playing and getting paid for it. I mean, it was a primo job, so it was, I had a whole lot of fun. Cool. What was the, uh, what was the, and, uh, go ahead. Um, anyway, I was there from 1975 until 2001 on my wife's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, um, do you guys want to talk about the Mastercaster thing, or yeah, let's let's well, first let's talk about well, let's talk about whatever you want to just talk about. You 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 were there for almost 30 years. I, I imagine you were probably on a lot of projects and the, pro and the whole uh, process too. Uh, yeah, um, I had, uh, <laughs> I didn't know how many projects I had done, you know, big ones, and I finally, I guess I had written up a big deal when I got 
uh, laid off or retired rather. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I did over the. I was there 25 years. Um, over those years, I did about 16 major projects, and then um, and then I got to do the Hot Wheels stuff for four and a half years, which I've been wanting to do the whole time I started there. Oh yeah, because the colleges I went to was uh, transportation design and product design. That's Art Center School of College. Anyway, it's a big deal here in L.A. now. And before, when I was there, it was, it was in a sort of an, uh, an obsolete mansion with tons of big rooms and stuff. And the first semester there, there was 20 guys uh, in product and transportation design. They, we were all together. After three years, there was only five of us left. And because people would drop out and they were, or were getting lousy degree, you know, lousy uh, stuff, they they just weren't productive. And it was pretty expensive to to go there anyway. So I, I had to pay my own way through. And uh, my dad said, uh, "You don't need to go to college." And I figured I'm going to college. I'm going to be the first ancestor that I've had that ever went to college. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, um, I I finally graduated from college in 1976. (laughs) And I graduated from high school in 1961. That's how long it took me to get through. And because I was taking night classes and all this crazy stuff, and you know, anyway, I finally got a degree, so that made me a little happy. And then, um, can I talk about Mastercaster for a minute? Sure, go ahead. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, my vice president sent me to a meeting where engineering tried to do a, a mold your own cars project. And it turned out that the material they were using was very toxic. And one of the prime things was safety for uh, kids. And um, anyway, I went to this meeting with all these big deal vice presidents and directors and to solve this stuff. And they're in there arguing with each other and talking. And I'm, it took me three times to say, I have a solution. And they looked at me like, well, what are you, some kind of a nut? And they finally said, well, go for it. Good luck. Um, as it happened, I was working on a, a thing where kids could create their own uh, records using modified wax, which actually turned out real good because uh, that that wax was the wax I, we ended up using for cars. And uh, it turned <laughs> It took me a day and a half or so um, to create, you know, uh, some cars. And, and uh, I presented the product to a product conference and got approval to go ahead. And uh, my VP was very happy. And engineering was uh, upset. Anyway, both engineering and preliminary design, I could have help in any way I needed it. And I got in, uh, an engineer, chem lab, model maker, and a couple other people to support my efforts as well as costing and marketing stuff. And it took about three weeks to, to build a functional prototype of uh, the Mastercaster and uh, presented it to upper management and then uh, turned it over for production. So it went real quick, but they were extremely happy with the whole darn thing. Wow, Gary, so, did this replace did this replace the um, the metal molder where you melted metal to make charms and things? No, this was uh, I well, I guess so, but it was it was a uh, a car process, you know. They, yeah, they wanted you, little cars. And the Mastercaster melted, what, wax, whereas the metal molder actually, what, melted 
metal and the kids would... I, you know I, i'm not i'm not sure about that i probably so but um you know wax is a lot easier to deal with it's a oh, sure. lot cheaper yeah and it it's easier to process and you know so it was it was pretty easy to do and um anyway that's oh, oh <laughs> i'll tell you how we found you guys it was sort of weird. We were talking about, uh, my wife and I were talking about Master Caster. And a week or two after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, wait a second. Um, yeah, the Master Caster, are you familiar with the Peterson Automotive Museum? Yes, I am. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, they had a big Hot Wheels display there, and... The thing that they showed was Mastercaster <laughs> as as the primary thing awesome. on how they made you know how we made cars and stuff. So that was pretty cool, you know, getting something in a museum. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that was a little weird, but um, anyway, that's that's oh uh, anyway she she buys uh, bought a Mastercaster. And uh, it came in the mail or something, and, and I thought, oh, this is pretty cool. So I Googled the uh, Mastercaster, and who shows up but you guys <laughs> doing the Mastercaster thing. And I thought, well, <laughs> this is crazy. Why is all this stuff happening within just a couple <laughs> weeks? It was a, it was a little weird making. Well, you know, it was a really, really great toy. It's, it's still being made today. You can still find them at Toys R Us in a more modern form. Yeah. And well, toys, now, that, t toys that make other toys were great because, yeah. you know, years earlier, the you know, Mattel had the vacuum form and the thing maker, then the metal molder, then Mastercaster, and these toys that made other toys were just great toys. Yeah, there, you know, it was a, just a whole lot of fun doing the, yeah. uh, this stuff because, you know, you sort of got, you know, uh, you, you, had, you got sort of playful with what you were doing and you had to put your hat on as a kid. You know, is a kid going to like whatever you're doing? And, um, you know, and the, and the price was reasonable, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm not really sure what they sold this stuff for, but... And uh, but the problem, part of the deal was, once you got a product going, you know, you turn it over to engineering and stuff. You never heard anything about it at all, how it was selling or anything. They, yep. they marketing kept all that stuff sort of secret, even from us. <laughs> so, um, you know, and and I always had two or three projects going, you know, at the same time. And so I was busy, busy, busy having fun. Awesome. Did you, uh, did you actually design the little car molds for that? Uh, actually, they had, engineering had the molds oh. for it. And, uh, you know, they, but they, they used this stuff, you know, that was uh, toxic. And that was their major issue. They didn't know how to get okay. around it. And uh, so the, the wax thing worked real well that way now did you actually design some hot wheels cars uh, i did later yeah the last four and a half years um i i i've been wanting to do uh hot wheels cars for a long time the last four years i got to do in charge of the basic hot wheels cars and i and i had a group of people um, and my boss calls me up on a, a Saturday and says, D would you like to run the, uh, Hot Wheels car part? And I said, geez, yeah. <laughs> he says, I said, ah, oh, that's great. So anyway, I hung up and I thought, oh, this is great. I, I got a couple guys and me and, uh, we can do 12 cars a year. So I, I get to work on Monday. And I go in and, and talk to my director, and he says, uh, well, you know, we're not doing 12 cars anymore. We're going to do 35 cars Ooh. a year. <laughs> That's what I said. 
I says to him, how am I ever going to do this? And he says, well, it was my problem to figure out. So I had two really super-duper guys in my little group. Uh, You know, I was a senior manager, and a senior manager and other stuff. And so anyway, I sat down with these two guys, and I said, how are we going to do this? And he says, you know, they says, well, you know, we could use, uh, you know, some of the other guys that are around here that like to do cars or would like to do cars. And so we'll we'll just sneak it in. So I ended up having uh, about five or six people doing cars. I even had my model maker make do a car. So she wasn't sure how to do that, and uh, so I sort of walked her through it, and she got through it fine. So uh, anyway, we we were cranking out, you know, thirty some cars a year then, and uh, you know, I I grabbed everybody I could that was interested in doing cars, and and they weren't supposed to be doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, personally though, I was fortunate enough. To, I finally got to do my own cars. I did eight of them, and um, I just had a great, a great time doing that. Do you remember the uh, the names of the cars and, you did? Um, geez, if I can remember. Or just one of them? Just one of the cars you did? <laughs> uh, well, I did a Leicester, uh, which is a, a Bonneville okay. car. Um, because I had a friend uh, from where I lived, maybe five or six blocks when I was a kid. <laughs> These guys were, were uh, running at Bonneville every year, and uh, they were sort of one of my heroes. And at the time, I had a go-kart. I had probably one of the first go-karts ever made. My dad and I put it together. And they they wanted me to go, <laughs> go to Bonneville with them. I was like 13 or something like that. And I said, geez, that would be great. Because they, they lived like two blocks from me. So <laughs> anyway, I asked my dad, can I go with these guys? And he says, are you crazy? He says, there's lots of wild women and a lot of beer the whole time. <laughs> well, uh- that talked you into it, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was sort of weird. So anyway, uh that was the first car I did and then I did a thirty two Ford and a um uh, a tail dragger Ooh. and what a, oh uh yeah, a Phaeton and uh a midnight auto. Uh, back in the fifties, do you know what a midnight auto yes. was? <laughs> Did you ever participate uh, in no, it? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because when it was, you know, people were going around stealing parts off yeah. of cars <laughs> at midnight, you know, saying, oh, I need a carburetor. So they'd find a car that had the same carburetor, and they'd just uh, borrow that carburetor, if you will. <laughs> And I did a few other cars. I don't. I don't remember. Oh yeah, um, and it uh, when we were doing Hot Wheels, um, we we started doing things for people. We we did. Uh, uh, LAPD cars, you know, we did our cars, but we put LAPD on them and then fire, different fire departments and all kinds of stuff all over the country. So that was kind of fun. So it, it took it out of just the basic cars and, and made it into little segments, if you will. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, it was a whole lot of fun. It was just it just had a great time doing it. Do you and, have any um do you have any of these toys that you designed? Did you you know, souvenirs or anything? 
Oh, oh yeah, I got bits and pieces here and there. You know, I got uh, you know some Master Caster thing that she bought, and then I got a whole bunch of the cars that I did. Nice. And then I managed to uh, when I when I graduated from Mattel, if you will, I was on uh, looking in Google somewhere, and I found somebody that had the whole years that we had done and I bought the whole darn thing okay. and it was great because <laughs> you know we we were doing you know 30 some cars a year and um, you know so over four and a half years you end up with a whole lot of different cars and uh, I had a crew that was just incredible on on design and stuff uh, some crazy people <laughs> <laughs> The, the designer people are are um, a little different. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, especially these two guys. And they actually still are still here at Mattel doing cars. One guy's done um, I don't know 180 cars, and the other one's done like 160 Jeez. cars. And. Um, so it's been well, great. Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels was a very is a is and still is a very popular toy line. I had tons of Hot Wheels cars growing. Oh yeah, up. it's such a great line. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. One car, one car I loved that I made was a, a called a tail yes. dragger, and it was was a, a forty one Ford. And are you are you familiar yes, with I that am. one? I've got one. Well, all right. I'll no, 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 I got a hot wheel car. I wish I had the real car. <laughs> there was 80-some variations on that car in yep. graphics. And I uh, couldn't believe it. I mean, it's like, wow. And uh, so that was that's the car that I probably liked the awesome. most. What, uh, can you give us a little history on how uh, streaks came about? Oh, well, <laughs> it just so happens that I have a little thing here on the catalog. Uh, 1992, um, we were in a, a a different part of design. We, we were in a, a different building down the street. And um, I had one guy named Pete Hill. He was fairly new, and he was... He had a sort of a deck of cards, and he was pitching the cards out on his table, and he found that they sort of floated in air. And um, I thought that was a cool idea. And then he, <laughs> that that group got uh, they got rid of a lot of people, and, and uh, this guy was one of the few that got away. So he he went and worked at uh, a place down in Texas somewhere, and uh, actually made contact with him again. I don't know a couple months ago. Um, <laughs> and then uh, anyway, sometime after that, um, we got we moved from Hawthorne up to El Segundo right there by the LAX uh, airport. And um, anyway, some some guy, some pseudo-engineer, he wrote up a big document, three or four or five pages, why it wouldn't work. And so my director said uh, to me, you'll make it work oh. or else. <laughs> yeah, well, I tried to fire me three times over the years and <laughs> the the people that, that tried to fire me were all fired <laughs> about six or eight months after they threatened me. Wow. And anyway, uh, <laughs> and we decided to take, take up on the streaks thing and um, we got a patent on it and there was three of us, there was me and an engineer 
and a model maker. And it, it took us, I don't know, a, a couple of months probably to figure out how to get this stretch things to work. And because we had to keep changing the chassis and, and uh, anyway, we finally got it to work. And then um, I, we used uh, heavy-duty paper for a track. And so we'd put the thing on there and the thing would go like crazy, except the problem was <laughs> it would spin around. And we didn't want it to spin around. So what I did is I <laughs> put some heavy washers in the front and because of the heavy end of stuff wants always wants to right. go first. And um anyway that that's what made the darn thing work real really good with was these little washers I put in. And uh and then we built bodies around it and uh and then uh, <laughs> it it was a pretty successful line because McDonald's yeah. ended up doing a uh small Streak yeah, it was stuff. very popular. Gee, you know more about this than you know more about <laughs> this than, than I do. <laughs> and the paper track worked great. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, so anyway, we we had a, a first good year, and then the, the second year we made uh, exploder parts, where the car part of the chassis would ex- or the I, the car part, I guess. Um, when you hit something, the uh, chassis in the in the car part would fly <laughs> apart. So anyway, that's that's about all I know because they they uh, marketing and other and people at the top didn't really want you to to know what was yeah. going on. Oh yeah, it was a great it was a great toy. You know, they they wanted. Yeah, they wanted they you know they always wanted to make make them the hero. Oh, that's typical for marketing. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You know, and <laughs> every time I was turning around, I was getting a new director because they were getting fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, actually bought a set of streaks here. I'll be making a video on here in the near future. Oh yeah, Where are you? you mentioned. <laughs> Well, that's okay. I mean, there's other people too, yeah. you know. But thanks. Yeah, but we don't we don't know them. We know you. We know you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one talking to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get the credit. Yeah. Oh, okay. I could use a little now, credit. Gary, what do you do in your um, retirement? Do you still do artwork or designing or drawing or anything? Uh, yeah, Alan and I. That's my wife. Yeah. Um, we do. Uh, we've done a lot of concepts and presented them around to various companies. And you know, the hardest part is getting somebody to sort of uh, contact these companies. And you know, and uh, today's toy companies are getting a little weird. You know, one day one day they want to see a video. You know, two months later they say, "Oh no, we we need to see uh, you know just photographs." Or we need to say, you know, this and that. You know, it's crazy. They they can't make their mind up what they want to do or how they want to do it. Well, and, I think that's I think that's youth. I think a lot of the people that are in charge now are a lot younger and confused. And I, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> you get to a certain age, you kind of you know, you've done things a certain way and you've had success and then you have other people who are on their way up in their careers and, you know, it just gets a little confusing, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm, I, it, it sounds great. You're st- basically, you're still, you're still active. You're still doing it. Uh, yeah, pretty much. We'd, we're sort of slowing down a little bit and, uh, you know, we still got concept stuff, but, we we're, are we're still working on awesome. so that's kind of fun. Do you do you have a, a a web page or anything with like any of your work up there, like a you know portfolio? Uh, we have we have. Did you guys look at the Butterscotch Parade? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know right. that's just yeah. that's just a, a smatter. Yeah, because it mentions stuff. you know the Dolly mm-hmm. Pops. It shows Mattel, Captain Power, the Wheeled Warriors on here. Gushy Coos, and of course something I want to talk about. 
Milky the Marvelous Milking <laughs> Cow. Here's Milky the Marvelous Milking Cow. It's fun to milk her, gonna do it right now. She drinks the water when we pump her tail. She's raising her head, it's milking time now. Her pretend milk is a feeling the pale. She drinks water. I guess pretend milk. Milky the Marvelous Milking Cow. Milky the Marvelous Milking Cow with pretend milk tablets. She's new from Kenner. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll let you talk to Elon. Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? Okay, hang on a second. Okay, hang on a second. Here she is. Hi, Winnie. Hey, Hi, Elon. Winnie. So, so are you behind Milky the Marvelous Milking Cow? Yeah. Okay. Yes. How did this come about? <laughs> how, how did you come up with this toy? Um, well, you know, I had, I had been, I worked at Mattel, then I worked for a couple other places, and I was freelancing, and I was driving a woman who did, um, I don't know if you'd remember them or not, but she did all the astrology stuff that Mattel yes. did, you know, during the 70s, and early, she did all of that stuff, and um, she was very talented, and she was taking ideas out to the valley to uh, Eddie Goldfarb. And um, Eddie's very well known in the toy industry. So she couldn't drive, and I was freelancing and doing work for Max Factor for premiums and things like that. So I, I'll drive Phyllis out there. So I drove her out there, and um, they started talking to me, and they said, how would you like to come and do ideas with us? So I said, well, as long as I only have to drive in here once a week, you know. So I wrote down... For the first meeting I had, um, I think I put down about nine ideas. And one of the ideas on that list was Milky the Cow. And uh, so, I'm sorry, we got a Cocker Spaniel that wants his squeaking <laughs> toys. And we don't want him to do the squeaking while we're on the phone with you. So he's not being very nice. So anyway, anyway uh, 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 Eddie and his partner at that time said, oh, we like this. And I said, yeah, because City Kid, it, and I like, act we both, Gary and I both like activity involved product. That we like it where the kid gets to do stuff and then gets a payoff. So um, anyway, um, I said, well, you know, kids, kids are all mostly city kids now. They don't get a chance to work with animals at all. So any, how about creating a farm-like scene for Kenner. And, um, geez, they took it to uh, Kenner, and Kenner was in Cincinnati, yep. Ohio, and uh, uh, they picked it up wow. right away. So um, it worked out just great, and, and we made it as realistically as we could. And um, uh, so anyway, yeah, that it was, then that was, um, the impetus for them to do Gobbles the Goat. Did you look yes, at Gobbles the Goat? Yes, I had a buddy that had both Milky the Cow and Gobbles the Goat. They were a, they were oh, a lot okay. of fun to play with. The Milky, Milky didn't really yeah. care too much to have uh, hot chocolate powder put in the udders, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. It, it, <laughs> and uh, anyway, we had a lot of fun with that. And... and um, Recently, um, Gary and I took in a goat that had to have a leg removed, and we fostered her for six months before she went to a sanctuary. And, and we had just a ball with it. I'm going to send you uh, the short YouTube on her in her new place, and then you'll see our place, and you'll see how um, how this baby goat did oh. here. So everybody was excited. I sent them all copies of Gobbles the Goat, you know. And then we came out with the horse. It was called Beauty and Babe. And uh, I can send you the picture of it. It's from the catalog. But it never got produced because the buyers felt like, oh, I don't think we're ready to do birth. Oh, okay. You know. Everybody was like a little reticent. Or, oh, well, where do you guys think the animals come from, for crying out loud? And it worked great because it just opened a trap door on the bottom of the, of the horse, and the foal fell to the ground, and then you touched it, and it well, popped up. Well, that's how so it's done. It, I always wondered Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so any, anyway, yeah. Um, 
um, Eddie was just a lot of fun to work with, and, and um, we sold a lot of product to Kenner, um, mostly dolls, though, which you're probably not that interested in. But um, anyway, yeah, it was a very fun connection. And and I worked with him for a lot of years, and then one day Mattel called me up, and I went back to work at Mattel in, like, 86. And um, uh, that's where I met Gary. Oh, cool. So um, I was doing a lot of work for Tommy Toys, oh. and we can con- we can connect you with people that did a lot of the Tommy Toys stuff because we I went you know we just heard about you so we went in and we looked at all the stuff you're doing which is it's just so fun, oh. and um, uh, we know all the people that did all this stuff you know so anyway yeah. Uh, um, you, we might be giving you some names and stuff of Excellent. people to call. Like Gary talked about Pete Hill. He went to work for a camping company and did camping supplies for years. He was a very young kid. He was like an intern and then very young hire when he came in and, and they put together the Streaks Project. And uh, um, and that's but that's the the environment of Mattel was is that they would hire a whole bunch of people and then they would get rid of the whole area, wow. you know. It, it, that part is not very Oof. kind. But um, we both survived a long time there, com- you know, considering when when you get to to a good paycheck, then they want to hire somebody younger who gets oh, paid yeah. half. Right. They don't realize you've got to, you know, hire people who the know what they're doing. Yes. Right. Yeah. At one point... Um, one of the things that happened with me when we went to El Segundo was um, that uh, the upper management said, "Well, they wanted the uh, um, they wanted uh, Disney, and what were we going to do that was different for Disney? Because Disney's loyalty just about killed Mattel, but still." So I said, "Well, they always show Mickey and Minnie together. They never take Minnie separately. Why don't we do a Minnie's world?" And um, Disney went knockers on that one, and we did a line called Minnie and Me, which was all the focus on all the girl stuff that had to do with Minnie, just taking her away. And we did um, big stuff. We did stuff that was um, comparatively to the, the, the great big furniture they were doing for kids. We did all kinds of stuff with Disney, so that was oh, very nice. fun. And uh, but things come about just almost um, synchronistically, having to do with the time frame, uh, what the level of thinking is all around, and uh, um, it, it's just been a lot of fun. So um, yeah, we've done so much product you can't believe it, and and we're still doing stuff. I think that's great. I'm telling him we ought to do a. Um, a video on missed opportunities. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all these things that people didn't pick up, you know, that we go in and we talk to them about. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, um, you know, that's not a yeah, bad idea. If you could make a yeah, video. I mean, and, yeah, I mean, some of the best stuff ends up not being done. And, and um, it's a different time now, so, you know, you don't know what's going to catch somebody's eye that might think, you know, well, that's a good idea. Let's Let's go back and explore that and do that. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if you... If, if so, you know, in, instead of keeping it like, they, like they've like they kept Barbie the same all these years, now she's looking like somebody's mother, you know? <laughs> it's like, what the heck? They, they had a chance to make her younger and hipper and everything, and they just never no. did. So, um, yeah, it's... it's it, But we know wonderful people. The one guy we know... Um, just had an exhibit of his work over here at the Met, at the museum here in L.A., and he did all the Masters of the Universe wow. drawings. Wow. And collectors came in and, and, and bought all of his drawings, you know. Oh. Well, I'm sure he has copies of them, but, I mean, he did all the Mad Magazine early cartooning. So people that are in this industry just kind of continue because design is something that's very nourishing. It feeds you, so you want to keep doing it, you know, yes. thinking of all the things in the world that drain your energy when you're well, doing so, design you know, 
I think wonderful. these designers and these artists, it's, it's not just a job. It's not what they do. It's, it's who they are. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, uh, yeah, I was very happy to do Milky the Cow and um, help me buy oh, my house. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. Well, you yeah. Because if, if, I was on, on royalties yeah, if, there. You know, if there's anything you like to to share on our Toy Tune page, please do. Uh, we love seeing like old prototype drawings or anything else you like to share toy related. Okay. Be more than welcome. Okay, what we'll do is we'll just send you a bunch of stuff and then you can pick awesome. and choose. I I figured most of your audience were were men. No, no, we're we're trying we're of, trying to um, cater to both genders. I'm I'm gonna have my wife do videos and talk about uh, girl toys and stuff to try to you know make it more okay. roundabout. Well, um, my sister is also a top toy oh. designer, and she was in charge of all product at um, Tommy oh, Toys oh, 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 for many oh, years. Toys. Big and um, she did a lot of freelance stuff and did, did um, oh, these dolls that floated in the air. <laughs> and I mean, she's the, what we'll do is we'll send you a list of Excellent. the stuff. And then if there's a product you're interested in, we can give you the background, and we can tell you, well, here's, you know, some of the first drawings. Oh, yes. And uh, um, I did, um, one of the toys that I did that, uh, that was very, very successful was in the 80s, was um, a, a line called Dolly Pops, and it was for a toy company called yep. Knickerbocker. Oh, yep, I know, yep, I know them. And Knickerbocker um, was, at that time, just wonderful. And uh, um, that the toy of Dolly Pops, which then we redid in another way 20 years later, um, it had an 82% penetration in the market wow. industry. So it was very, very popular, and I'm going to send you that. That's why when I go on eBay, I can see, oh, I can buy all this stuff back <laughs> if I wanted to, you know, because there was so much that was sold, and, and people are putting it out. But Knickerbocker went under because... They wanted to suddenly do a lot of movie stuff, and they bought the rights to do Dukes of Hazard, so you know when this yep. time frame was, and also um, Annie, the movie, oh. and they lost their shirt, and that wonderful toy company that was so successful oh. went under. I know, but the, but the, one of the VPs from there um, is uh, the person we have uh, selling our stuff right now. So he's a freelance marketing oh. guy. He's very high energy, and he's in New oh. York. And and um, we ought to put you in touch with him because he would be very fun to have on the show because he's very fast talking <laughs> and he's a live wire. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and he's got a wonderful background in awesome. toys. So uh, his name is Mike Satin, S A T T E N. And he has a lot of our stuff right now. It's just uh, getting in the door and selling stuff is not as easy no. as it used to be. And uh, um, But it has a lot to do with, I think, that everybody trusted Eddie so that when Eddie would take product in the door, they would know that everything would be done legally and wonderful and everything. And That has a lot to yes, do it with does. it. And... Um, uh, nowadays, the person in charge of new product at Mattel has never even designed a toy oh. himself. So, you know, it's, it's different. weird. <laughs> well, Betty, so, well, yeah. before we go back to Gary real quick to end, to end the interview, what was one of your favorite toys growing up? Oh, I, I'm a very big fan of, of uh, Dick yeah. Tracy in the cartoon yes. strip. And in fact, for the licensee for the Dick Tracy book, I did a cover one time for the people who collect it. And Sparkle Plenty was my favorite oh. toy. And uh, um, anything to do with the early Dick Tracy yeah. stuff. And actually, I love the li little Abner stuff, too. It was so sad how he fell apart at the end of his life. But um, it's um, I love I love the cartoon stuff more than anything. Used to go out and draw Sparkle Plenty all over the sidewalks in Toledo. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, she I just love the cartoon, the comic strip. It was just great. That was my favorite thing. We didn't get a lot of toys 
um, growing up. I grew up in yep. the 40s. And, um, um, in fact, my mother would pick out a doll for me, and it was not the doll I wanted. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's not like I had any choice. Oh. So, um, but if I had had, I used to go over to my neighbor's house, and she had a Sparkle Plenty doll, and I would play with it <laughs> very gently. Yeah, so then, you know, 40 years later, I sent her one. <laughs> She's still oh, in Ohio. Oh, nice. And I said, I remember, thank you very much, you know. So, um, but they had a, um, I have some neat um, collectibles from Dick Tracy. And that was just a wonderful time. Not not the one with Warren Beatty, but all the, the early, early stuff. stuff. Yeah, there was some right. really great. The, a, the, actual, yeah. the actual comic strip yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah, I even have a, a wallpaper wow. that has his characters on. And, uh, um yeah, it, very fun stuff. And I liked Bumstead too. So I guess I would say that that you know the Sunday cartoons were my favorite thing. Yeah, you like the uh, King the King Features Syndicate uh, comic strips. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, not a big fan of like Little Lulu and stuff like that or Archie, but um, and I love the classics. One of my neighbors used to get the classic comics, which would have those stories all the time, and they were great. I'd go over and read them. So, um, so do you think that that's what got you involved in, you know, art and creating and all that? Um, I don't, maybe so, because I'm visual. Yeah. And, uh, um, it's, it's, with, my sister and I are extremely visual, and of course Gary is too, but Gary has the ability to put anything together, uh, work-wise, you know, engineering-wise. But, um. My niece is going to a big party today and put on a incredible costume with a big cat head and, and white mittens, you know, like a tuxedo. And my, my sister emails me and she goes, it's a shame, isn't it, that she didn't think to put on fuzzy oh. slippers. The details. <laughs> it's the details. Absolutely. <laughs> and she says, I didn't want to say anything to her, but that would have made it, yeah. you know. <laughs> When you have when you have this kind of a business where you're always looking at stuff like that, but um, anyway, yeah, 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 we know wonderful people from Tommy, and a lot of people from Mattel, and uh, we're still we still get together with people oh, awesome. like that. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's they're very good connections. Oh, yeah. So here I'll give you Alrighty. back to Gary. And, and but most of but most of my stuff has been um, uh, mainly girl oriented stuff, and you know I did Betty yes. Spaghetti, and that did extremely well for Ohio art. But they kind of they're not doing toys anymore, and uh, um, then I I did a lot of of uh, books, learning books, and kid, kitty cat bingo, and all kinds of stuff for local game companies. So I was a greeting card designer. Oh. That's one thing I'll tell you. That's how I started out uh, for American Greetings in Cleveland. Cool. That I had gone to school in New York and, and uh, couldn't didn't know what to do for work. And they were uh, I had trained to be a fashion illustrator, and they let, that career just went because they started to use more photography. And um, I was hired at American Greetings with a portfolio that didn't have anything cartoony in it. It was primarily realistic stuff and I said to him well why are you offering me this job and he says because you have the skills to do anything I want oh. you to do and in my training class was Robert oh. Crumb I was going to mention him I was going to say you yes. and Robert Crumb yes. he, started, uh, he was at- in my training class no kidding and he, he looked like a cadaver <laughs> he yeah. was um, well he still kind of does <laughs> oh I know but I mean as can you imagine he was like 21 years old yes and, and he and, started um, eating cards yeah. he, w- he would wear these the same suit every day in this tie and in um, uh, his neck was so sunk in you know how a, a collar sticks way out <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, interesting guy. He, he, he was terrible looking and he he would he was hired, and you guys don't know how they did this, but we used to do color separation. 
by spraying layers and layers of color separation before they could do this with cameras. And he was hired for that department. And a group of us got together, and we said, this isn't right, because he was drawing his big, wild, fat women and everything all over his drawing board, in the, in the restroom, all over the place. <laughs> and we all, went, we all went up to the contemporary department, um, to Tom, Tom Wilson. We said, you've got to hire this guy. Don't let him just be doing these color separations, because that was just cutting out... Um, like palettes and spraying them for other people's artwork. And uh, um, we convinced him that he should hire him, and look what he did. He, he revolutionized that whole area. Yeah. He changed so, everything in the way that you look at contemporary cards. So he was cutting uh, rubyliths back then. Yes. Yeah, I used to do yes. that. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, and you know how hard it is to it's do that. Because I mean, you've got to get that very even. Oh, yeah. And, and and he wasn't neat. And that was the hardest part was he probably, no, we, I would do a design and i go, I hope he isn't going to get one of my designs <laughs> to separate because he wouldn't know what the heck it would come out like. Yeah. And um, uh, But we all saw that he had a major talent. And because Wilson's group was on the second, uh, up high, you know, within another floor. I was in the humorous department, and he was in the conventional I mean, not conventional. He was in the studio department. And you'd go up there, and at Christmas time, they would have Santa sitting there. They'd go, did you guys all go see Santa? And this is what they were like, you know. You would go in to see Santa, and you'd see Santa sitting there. Well, come over here and sit on his lap. So you'd sit on his lap, and his whole top of his torso would come forward, and he'd have a knife in oh. his back. Oh. That's, that's what the studio guys would rig up. And you should see, they would only let one person at a time go in there. Yeah. They would urge everybody to come and see Santa, and then it was just, it was just a scream. So working, working there, you know, was really wonderful. Awesome, yeah. So uh, um, anyway, yeah, that, that was a trip, too. So, so now I had a, a whole greeting card uh, background. And, uh, wow. uh, yeah. yeah. So here, let me give you back to Gary. Very nice talking to you. Nice talking to you guys Thank too. You. Okay. Thank I you loved. I, we loved, loved, loved your video because Scott was so careful about how he was showing how the machine worked and everything. It was so slick. It was great. <laughs> so anyway, here's Gary. All righty. Well, Mr. Gary, Hello, before Gary. we end the uh, the interview. Uh, We'd like well, to know what was one of your favorite toys growing up. <laughs> Do you really oh, yeah. want to know? Yes. Okay, it was a pick and shovel. A pick and shovel. Yeah, a pick and a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in this. <laughs> we. Uh, I I didn't know it at the time, but we were pretty poor, and we we lived in this little tiny house, four hundred square feet. And, uh, you yeah, know, my dad wasn't making, you know, very good money. And uh, and, I, and I lived in a uh, eucalyptus grove uh, up in the foothills in, in here in L.A. And we didn't own all these acres, but they were all my acres. And I would dig, get up and dig a fort and, you know, with pick and shovel. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, I had some interesting things, you know. I'm up, to, I'm up there digging this hole. And all of a sudden, this big old tarantula comes hauling out at me. And uh, <laughs> that sucker chased me down the damn trail for maybe 100 yards. Yeah, scared the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. And I left, the, I left the pick and shovel up there because I was scared to go back. <laughs> and a couple of weeks later, I, I managed to get up there without being a whole lot afraid. And, and then when I'm coming back, with my pick and shovel here, I got a, uh, I got a rattlesnake somewhere within ten or fifteen feet of me, you know, doing oh, the old rattlesnake. That scared the hell out of me too. So, mm. oh heck yeah! <laughs> so that was my favorite toy, Gary. Um, that's what made you good at your job because sometimes when people get sort of uh, shortchanged 
uh, you know, in their childhood, you know, they had that spirit and um, it gets, it, it comes out and it may come out later in life and it did for you and it made you um, a terrific uh, toy designer. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, I, it's a whole lot of fun. But uh, something I want to tell you about, too. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, I did a lot of Hot Wheels track sets. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, and, and the cars went pretty good. And then yes. the streaks came along, and they were a whole lot faster. And um, and then I thought, you know, I need something even faster. <laughs> so, I, so I did the, the top speed thing. Oh, right. Top speed, yes. Okay. Now, and this is a little strange. <laughs> I, I was home one day because my back was not doing so good. And anyway, uh, our secretary calls me up and she says, you got to get in here. Here's a guy that wants to talk to you. And, uh, and she says, but uh, our director didn't want me to come in. And she says, you you better get here, and it took me about a half hour to get there, and uh, <laughs> I had done this this top speed thing, and this guy was from uh, Business Week, and he wanted to interview me, uh, in Business Week. <laughs> wow! So they so they did a, a two page deal on it, and. Um, you know, got my picture in there and the top speed car and, you know, and the, some of the other people that I worked with on this project. So, anyway, my, my boss was absolutely pissed off big time. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, uh, and then he got fired uh, a couple of weeks, uh, a couple months later. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> that made me feel good. Sure. Anyway, I, I, you know, I'd been in a couple other uh, magazines. For I was in um, Car Craft magazine in 1957, yeah, with my go kart. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow! And cause, yeah, you know, <laughs> and then we were in um, me and a couple guys that were doing uh, the basic car stuff. We got in uh, some kind of toy magazine a couple times. Anyway, that was kind kind of fun. I never expected something like that, but well, it ignited something in you. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, we'll uh, send me your address sometime, and so we can mail us some of this stuff to you. It's easier. Our computer, okay. our computer's a little um, grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's not a problem. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> so. I really want to thank you and your wife for. Uh, contacting us and actually wanting to come on to the show and talk to us. We really appreciate really it. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Oh, i got to tell you about my kid. I have a... Uh, okay. My kid is a rocket scientist. And he's... <laughs> he runs a group of people that do sat, uh, satellite stuff. Oh, wow. And I tried to get... <laughs> I told him I would trade him a whole bunch of Hot Wheel cars for some satellite pieces. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was nuts oh and then i had i had all kinds of different jobs too before i uh you know even got to this good rich place and i was um making i know i <laughs> making uh motors for um uh, uh icbm rockets Oh wow! And so, anyway, I yeah, I had lots of experience. Anyway, I want to appreciate you guys for you know being interested in stuff, and and um, we'll send you some other other uh, designers it names is, if if oh, you're interested. Thank They've you. Yes, been, we oh, yes. we look forward to it. Oh, good. yes, we do because we know a whole lot of them. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yes. <laughs> And, uh, anyway, oh, thanks for uh, you know putting up with us. And uh, you know, if you have any more questions or anything, you can call us or email or you know whatever. Oh uh, well, when we hang up, Willie and I are probably going to come up with a you know a few more dozen questions so that we can do this again. <laughs> we <laughs> we do, I try not to bore you too much, but oh, uh, not at all. No, 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 not no. At all. Yeah, no. Oh, we well, got we got married too on the uh, Queen Mary. 
Wow. Oh. Which was kind of fun. Yes. And on that's a, cool. I've been on the Queen Mary out in there uh, at when it was in, out there on the port in Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, this is one that's uh, in Long Beach. I'm in Long Beach. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. And uh, we even have a battleship now, so. Awesome. And, and we live up on, a, we're about 600 feet up above uh, the ocean, and we can see the Queen Mary on a clear day. Oh, wow. See, that's so, very smart, uh, getting married on board a ship, because, Gary, if you got cold feet, there'd be no place for you to run except overboard. So, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a hell of a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys are making my day, I'll tell you. Well, you made ours. No, no problem. And you're making no our problem. listeners' uh, day, too. No, well, good. So, anyway, the, anything you want to, you know, find out or more, ask more questions or whatever, you can call us or, you know, whatever, however you want to do it. Okie dokie. Thank you very much, Gary. Okay, well, thank Bye, you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye Elon. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. The Toy Tune Podcast is a proud member of the Retro Junkies Network and also the Throwback Network. Special thanks to Paul Lerman of the Intellivisionaries for the theme song for the Toy Tune. Please tune in next time for more Retro Toy Talk. <laughs> <laughs>